CW Radio, your information station. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the WDW Newscast. I am Lou Mangello from WDWRadio.com, helping you enjoy and appreciate Walt Disney World through my podcast, newscast, books, audio guides, magazines, and lots more. You can find it all over at www.radio.com. Today is the newscast for Wednesday, February 15th, 2012. Our show is once again sponsored by our friends over at touringplans.com. They are the unofficial, they are the official research team behind the unofficial guide to Walt Disney World. But if you visit touringplans.com slash radio, they'll show you how to save up to four hours in the Disney theme parks with their crowd calendars, Fast pass return times, wait times, the lines application, and lots more. Again, check them out over at touringplans.com slash WDW Radio. All right, let's get right into this week's Walt Disney World news. I promise I don't really schedule it this way, but the first thing we're going to talk about is, of course, food. And it's food for kids, although I sense a research trip coming up for myself as well. Because over at the Magic Kingdom, we love seeing new additions coming to the Magic Kingdom. Chicken and waffles, Nutella and waffles, it's heaven on a plate. Anyway, the kids' menus at some of the Magic Kingdom table service restaurants are getting a few new items this week over at the Plaza. Check out my review from a few shows ago. Try the Reuben. It's delicious. They have um, grilled chicken slices with couscous and a fresh fruit skewer, if you could pronounce it. It sounds pretty healthy. Cinderella's Royal Table is going to have a choice of chicken pot pie with biscuit toppings or a chicken, a chicken drumette with rice and broccolini or... Grilled beef skewers with mashed potatoes and corn. There's also a barbecue chicken flatbread with pineapple or oven-roasted turkey with mashed potatoes, veggies, comfort food over at Liberty Tree Tavern. I'm digging that chicken flatbread. And Tony's Town Square has a steak steak kebab with roasted sweet potato fries and fresh fruit or a multigrain grilled cheese sandwich. It's cut into dipping strips, just like when you were a kid with tomato sauce for dipping. So it's like the... Tomato soup and grilled cheese over at Tony's. Uh, I love these options. I love the fact, like the chicken and waffles, Nutella and waffles over at Sleepy Hollow, that now kids are getting some additional options, some healthy options as well, too. Uh, In addition to chicken nuggets and hamburgers and things like that, having things like grilled chicken slices and chicken pot pie and the flatbreads for kids, I think is a really, really good idea. And especially if you have picky eaters, now they have a wider selection. And I like the fact that they're coming to table service restaurants as well. Uh, TTA Rider, where do they have chicken and waffles? It's actually served over at Sleepy Hollow Refreshments. Stay tuned. I have a video on that coming very, very soon. Uh, Moving on from food to how you work off the food, the, uh, let's talk about some of the Run Disney events coming up because registration is now open for the Tower of Terror 10-miler weekend. That includes the Tower of Terror 10-mile race, the Family Fun Run, 5K Kids Races, and the Disney Villains Hollywood Bash. Uh, you can register for $90 for the 10-miler uh, by March 27th. After the 28th through May 22nd, it's $105 per person. After May 22nd, it's $120 per person. I'll put a link in this week's show notes over at www.radio.com, or you can just do a search on Disney for Twilight Zone Tower of Terror 10-Miler. Speaking of other races, the registration is open for the uh, Expedition Everest Challenge, which has now been moved up to May 5th this year, probably a little bit cooler than doing it in the middle of July. That's a really fun uh, race because it's not just about the endurance event, 
but there's a scavenger hunt and uh, some obstacle courses as well. Really a lot of fun for that. And if you're really, uh, if you're really just feeling it, or you need to work off your chicken and waffles, there are some spots still open for the Princess Half Marathon. Like in a couple of weeks, February 24th to the 26th, uh, we have a lot of people from the WW Radio running team who are going to be there. We're going to be there too. And by we, I mean me standing, cheering with you before the race on the course and after the race. And listen, if you want to be part of the WDW Radio running team, you can visit wdwradio.com slash running for any or all of these events on any coast, whether it's at Disney World or Disneyland whether you are a runner, a walker, you want to just join us and come out and cheer, enjoy the experience with us, come by and join the running team. Uh, all we ask is for you to help out the Dream Team Project benefiting the Make-A-Wish Foundation of America so you feel good not only about yourself but for the good that you do for other people as well. Let's move over. Now that you've eaten, you've you've worked off all of your food uh, from the running, you're ready for the aqueduct and all the other fun and festivities that the Disney fantasy is going to have on it. Because after 18 months of construction out in Papenburg, Germany, Disney took possession of the Disney fantasy last week. Uh, in a traditional maritime ceremony, they lowered the German flag during the uh, German national anthem, and then they raised the Disney Cruise Line flag, signifying the transfer of ownership from the shipbuilder over to Disney. It is now ready for its voyage home and for a quick stop in New York City for the first time ever. That's going to begin tomorrow, February 16th, and it's going to culminate in a March 6th arrival in Port Canaveral uh, in Florida. Again, after the February, I'm uh, sorry, the March 1st christening ceremony in New York City. Uh, let's move over from the cruise line to D23, uh, because if you are or maybe you should be a D23 member, they are getting ready to celebrate their third anniversary in what they are calling and what looks to be their most exciting year ever. And as a D23 fan since literally day one, I told you before, super excited about what's coming this year for D23 members, because now what they've added on is a special invitation to a 23-day Twitter sweepstakes that combines the fun of Disney fandom, history, and trivia, and the thrill of a scavenger hunt. Starting February 17th, that's just two days to you and me, D23's 23 Days of Celebration is going to invite fans to help mark the third anniversary of the Disney fan club. And every day, starting at 10 a.m. Pacific, D23 is going to have a different challenge of the day. The first person to submit a valid photo that matches that uh, challenge is going to win a special D23 prize. So, for example, D23 members and Disney fans might have to go and look for a picture of themselves in, in front of It's a Small World or take a picture with your D23 pin or D23 magazine or maybe having wearing a certain piece of Disney merchandise. And so every day there's a new challenge. Every day there's a new challenge to win. Fans are going to submit photos via Twitter by using the at sign it'll be at disney d23 and the hashtag d23 sweeps prizes are going to include exclusive d23 pins and patches collectible merchandise and on march 10th which is going to be the third anniversary a very special prize package if you're looking if you're watching the video there are some really neat things there's some retro gear here there's some cool d23 i love the dharma logo with the d23 in it uh patch very, very cool nod to Lost. So there's a lot of neat things that you can get with that prize package. Again, the tasks, the prizes are going to change on a daily basis. Be sure and follow at DisneyD23 on Twitter to keep up with the challenges. 
And you can also find the full rules over at D23's website, and you can visit D23.com for more information. People saying they love the Epcot Center shirt. They want the... Uh, do we get to meet the Disney geek? I don't know. Maybe you won't get to meet Jeffrey, the Disney geek. They like uh, the 40th anniversary patches. So yeah, what I like about this, there's something for everybody, whether you're a TV fan, a movie fan, a retro Disney fan, a lot of neat stuff in there as well. Let's move back over to the Disney theme parks because beginning this spring, there's going to be a change coming to Disney's Animal Kingdom. Some And specifically, Kilimanjaro Safaris is getting a change which is going to give guests an opportunity to see more of some of their favorite animals like the zebras during a 20 during the 20 minute ride. And of course, with the addition of some things, oftentimes there's a subtraction as well. Sort of like the circle of life going back to the whole Lion King thing. Well, literally it is a circle of life here at Kilimanjaro Safaris because we're getting more zebras. We're getting the ability to, to see more animals close up. Hello zebras. Goodbye, Little Red. Um, because of where the, the zebras have been on the savannah for a long time, they want to bring them closer to guests. Guests love seeing the zebras up uh, and uh, up close. And in order to to effectuate that, they're taking out the audio animatronic Little Red Elephant and the little poacher set pieces located at the end of the attraction. Um, they're going to be replaced with a new savannah area, a new watering hole. Again, very, very close to where the Jeep is going to be. Don't know if Warden Wilson Matua and uh, and his band are, are going to be part of the attraction anymore or if that storyline is going to completely go away with this original idea of the poachers and that whole plot line. But it is going to certainly, at the very least, uh, minimize what that poacher plot line is going to be, which right now is sort of intermingled with the idea of conservation an adventure and exploration to the we've got to go save Little Red plot line. Uh, sometimes you're going slow on the Savannah, looking around. Next thing you know, you're speeding up to go and try and save Little Red. It may become a little disjointed at this point because of the changes to the scenes over the past couple of years. Uh, work is going to begin in March. It's going to be completed in the fall, but don't worry. The safaris are going to remain open during the entire time of the construction. And of course, what this does mean with the removal of Little Red... Um, there will no longer be any non-living animals on the Kilimanjaro Safari. So there is your trivia question for the Walt Disney World Trivia Book, Volume 3. Write this down. No more living animals. Obviously, focusing more on conservation than it is the story of animal poaching. And that's actually going to lead us to the question of the week. Again, uh, the Kilimanjaro Safari, that story of Big Red and Little Red has been part of the attraction since day one. It slowly has been withered away, and now it may be gone forever. So the question of the week is this. Are there any other attraction storylines that you think can, should, or will be changed or upgraded or updated, for example? Uh, like the storyline has gone away and been changed, any other attractions you think should be changed or updated? If so, please come by and visit the show notes over at www.radio.com. You can comment on YouTube as well, or you can also uh, tweet tweet me, tweet me at Lou Mangiello on Twitter, or come to uh, facebook.com slash Lou Mangiello. You can comment there as well. Really quickly, speaking of old storylines, if you're a retro guy like me, uh, and if you collect Vinylmations, there's a new series that just came out this week, the Kitchen Cabaret Vinylmation set. I saw this down in uh, downtown Disney last week. It's a six-piece set being sold uh, at D Street and a few shops around property as well. It's $99.95. Also, stay tuned, a Dolib Vinylmation coming soon. I said I would never buy any, 
and now I have 50. They're, they are addicting, and uh, I like the retro kitchen cabaret uh, materials as well. Anyway, that is going to do it for this week's show. We're going to hang out in the chat room some more. Please be sure and join us every Wednesday night at 7.30 p.m. Eastern for the WW Newscast. Quick shout-out goes out to Stephen from Ohio. Happy birthday on February 23rd. Your wife asked me to extend that message out to you. Please also be sure and come by the website over at www.radio.com. By the time you're hearing this, an all-new website is going to be up and available. So please come by, check out the new interface, a lot of new features, the blog, uh, the, the forums, the photo galleries, the videos, so much more that's going on there. Also stay tuned for the new iPhone and Android app coming out very, very soon. Check out the shop. Subscribe to Celebrations Magazine. And of course, don't forget to, we announced it last week during our five-year anniversary that on the WW Radio Cruise on the Disney Dream from November 4th through the 8th, 2012, we have a very, very special guest. And he is, of course, my friend Richard Sherman of the Sherman Brothers. Really going to have a great time on there. If you are interested in coming, visit www.radiocruise.com. And remember, you must be part of our group in order to take part in all the special things that Mr. Sherman is going to share with us, his music, his stories, and so much more. Really, really looking forward, literally counting down the days until the WW Radio Cruise. Also, if you want to leave a voicemail to the show, it's 407-900-9391. And big thanks again. Go out to touringplans.com, our sponsor for this week's newscast. And thanks to you, Box People, for taking the time and tuning in, whether it's uh, whether it's live here in the chat, whether it's on YouTube, on the blog, or listening in iTunes. I really do appreciate it. Don't forget to come by, answer our question of the week. And so until next time, I hope you guys have a great week, everybody. See ya. See ya.